Good morning to you. Let me just see your greetings, all the houses that are tuned in, all the nations tuned in, all the leaders tuned in. I'll start my greetings from the Connect family. Greetings to you. Greetings to the COD Wealth family, the Light family, the Inspire family, the Elite Prosperity family. Good morning to you. And greetings to the Powerbase Institute. You're tuned in this morning. All the leaders who are tuned in also, Senior Pastor, Pastor Dami, I see you, sir. Pastor Nyeka Obi, Pastor Nikki, Senior Pastor, Pastor Sam, and all the leaders across this nation. Also extending greetings to the HQ, Pastor Lucy, and of course to our global pastor, Pastor Tobia de Boyega. This is leadership class, guys, so thank you so much for being here. I have a lot of guests here today. So we're just going to have a nice time. And today is a barbecue special. Yeah, so the guests have come at the right time. Good, good morning, Ma. Good morning. Ma. Good morning to everybody. I'm here with all the leaders um, across the houses. Um, Pastor Kevin Inspire family is here. Pastor Alex of the Hope Dealers family. Pastor Dr. Emma of the House of Medics family. Pastor Enrique is here with me this morning of the House of Influence Movement Church, COD family. And Pastor Abba's here of the Bank Capital family, Connect family. So we're, we're fully well represented here this morning or afternoon. And um, thank you to my guests for arriving on time and coming to today's leadership class. It's been absolutely awesome. And I really much enjoyed... Um, all the programs this morning. Did you enjoy the programs, though? Thank you. Thank you. I, I've got my Spike Lee hat on, so I'm doing a lot of directing. Did you love that, um, the trailer from The Love House? Did you like that? Are you looking forward to that? Mad, isn't it? It looks crazy. So we're just doing our best to fill our beloved nation with content. Um, I was shocked at the result of the Hope Dealers in their football. Considering that um, Pastor Alex is an ex-professional. You told you. <laughs> now the injuries are coming out. Uh, I, told my, I told my guy I didn't make it because I injured my leg. Me too. You know I didn't make it, Alex. I used to play professional. But I injured um, one something. <laughs> I pulled something. <laughs> And uh, Pastor Alex against Pastor Stephen. And um, they tried. They did their thing. 12, 12 points, no? So I think I want to have Pablo FC and um, CJC FC on next week, if we can. Um, we make music now. No more football. <laughs> very true. So it's been very entertaining, entertaining to watch them, of course. And then, of course, course we want to thank pastor chris small for being our honored guest on the ray ray's hot shack absolutely brilliant you can't beat that absolutely brilliant just when we thought kofi had given us entertainment i was crying do you know how hard it is to direct that crying as in pastor chris is extremely funny person even when he doesn't want to be funny he's trying to be serious like, can I have some milk, please? Just that, and you're laughing. <laughs> but I love 
the show also because I think we get to see a different dimension to the leaders. Um, I did not know his love for people was that strong um, with what he does in this, in the, um, what is it? Social care and um, in social work. I did not know it's an absolutely genuine love. You know, this roles people fill because they think they have opportunity there just for opportunity. Not saying that's wrong, but you can do what you want to do in this life. It's not my business. Um, but he actually has a genuine passion for young people. Genuine passion for social care. Um, so through the hot wings, we can see such a beautiful character. <laughs> Um, thank you, Shepherds Media, for the awesome edits of the Ray Ray's Hot Shack show. Absolutely awesome. Thank you. That's Dr. Eugene and his team. We can't do it without them. And um, I think we are seeing a good partnership between the Pulse Media and Shepherds Media. Um, and if you want to produce content, it's going to take a lot of determination and creativity and humility to work with another team. You can't do anything great without partnership. So whatever you're doing that you're doing on your own, you've not yet started, okay? When you start something and then you have to partner, then you've begun. So I like to see inter-fellowship partnership, inter-family connections. It's proof of growth and um, proof of evolution as a family and a leader. I like to see um, relationships, brotherhoods beyond the family into other families, you know. Um, yes, Pastor Dorothy, like we always speak of Pastor Doro, our exceptional law representative for the nation who we believe and we hope will become chief justice in the nation. So as a nation, we have the responsibility to raise people in different spheres and sections of the world. It's our responsibility to raise our own heroes. We're not concerned about the heroes outside and we don't take anything from them. We give them their flowers, like, like they say. But we in-house, the word is raising men and ladies for a new generation, for a now generation. So I'm extremely proud to say that I'm a national. This Sunday, we will gather again for another explosive service as nation family, all the churches being represented through their souls I need you to connect with your leadership and ask how many registrations of souls do we have what is our quota you know there's a saying in my language but I won't say it in that because you guys will just laugh let me just say it in English it's like the one who comes with presentation that's the leader as in Sometimes you may see someone with an entourage and that's enough to make you think this person is important. It has nothing to do with what they've said out their mouth, nothing. Just their entourage alone and you're like, that's a big guy. 
So it's important how you come to the service. You must come with a, a stream of souls. When they point at the pulse section, which is not just pulse, it is also, um, sorry, when they point at the, the Hope Church section, I believe it's being done as the churches. So it should not just be that it is pulse there and capital house there. But the souls of Paul's Inspire, House of Medics, Hope Dealers Family, and the Capitol House, all sitting in array. You remember the scripture about why the Lord blessed David? Because he had his house in order. So these are small little keys for you to progress as a leader, that there are things I can pay attention to that give me the up, that give me a one-up, give me an edge over others, just a concern for souls, just a concern for people to make sure that when my house is arranged, people can see the ranks of soldiers from the soldier to the lieutenant, from lieutenant to the generals. I, I wasn't in the army, so I don't know the, the ranks that well. I think Pastor Ehediwa Daniel is probably on. You can tell me the ranks. Uh, just tell me the, the, um, the ranking of the army. So once we sit like that, it's like a sweet aroma to God to see the arrangement of the house. So very important that you paid attention to your soul drive and senior pastor. Pastor Sam was speaking about that in the video just before I came on. There are concerns we should have that we shouldn't drop. There are concerns that are part of the house that we should never ignore. So if I'm an industrial leader, I would set up a company. Your company is also valued by the amount of people you've employed. But what happens if I don't have money for employment? But I have the word for people. So I can employ someone without a contract. Do you understand me? I can build the value of my company just by speaking to the people. So actually, soul winning should be your greatest concern. It's an opportunity to make yourself look bigger and become bigger. Because not just do the souls come in, but they come with their own um, responsibilities that they want to hand over to you, their burdens. Are you with me this afternoon? Not going to spend too long. I'm just going to kind of remain on a pace um, because it's our barbecue special, so we're not too hot before we go and truncate the food. <laughs> we said that truncate word till we met the truncate man. I'm telling you. We actually met him. We met PK, where did we meet him again? We met him in Harrod. So, word is serious though. We were saying this thing, truncate, truncate. Then, you know, to others who hear us say, they're like, oh, private joke, we're not getting involved. Then we saw the guy. So I'm now thinking, hmm, what other word can I just start calling? <laughs> Maybe we should start calling money every day. Just call it, call it, call it till it appears. <laughs> well, if you're Nigerian and you love politics, then you've been following the politics over the last few days. And I've learned so much from the last few days, guys. I feel like I've aged by 20 years in a good way, not in a bad way. I feel like I've learned what 
partnership is so important that you can't achieve anything without humility and love. You have to be able to work with all sides. And that's probably the first note you can take down this morning. As a leader, what's my ability with working with all sides? I didn't say the good side. Delete the good side from your mind now and the bad side. There's no side in politics. Have you, any of you watched Peaky Blinders? <laughs> Pastor Marion, you laugh. Have you watched Peaky Blinders? You don't watch good things anyway. You watch like, um, what's those um, um, Kardashian kind of shows? What do you watch again? Yes, you're on t- I'm on TV, correct. Are you trying to correct me live? <laughs> Playing with you, it's fine. The sun is out, I'm just like PK, just, you know. I'm calm. So if you've watched the Peaky Blinders before, I know it's so mad, but a pastor is learning from Netflix. I'm sorry, I learned from Peaky Blinders. And I also learned from Viking, um, Ragnar. Sometimes if if your brain is sane enough, you can learn from Netflix, I'm telling you. And then you can have your Bible next to you straight after to refer to the word when they're talking. (laughs) don't do that I'm just playing by the way just playing so Tommy goes there are no sides in politics it's just a circle if you go so far to the left you end up on the right and I thought wow who wrote this show I want to know the man of God that wrote Tommy's lines for real there's no side so an amateur leader is a person who actually believes that there is Tory and there is Labour. Abi, is that what they call them? Tory and what? And Le- ah, I'm right. Okay. As an amateur leader that thinks that there's actually a clear definition of lines. Actually, we are one family with just different people, different leaders per time, different interests per time. So they're actually only separated by their interests, not by their beliefs. They believe in one government. They believe in the raising of the United Kingdom. They believe in the Queen. No different. Same house. Different interests. One of them just thinks, I don't want to pay taxes this year. And another one says, we should pay taxes to help people. I know which side I'll be on. I'll be on the side I don't want to pay taxes. (laughs) or you thought I was going to say I'll pay taxes to help the people Um, we all started off the same you think when you see a man at the job center you think he was born there he was young like you and had ambition also and then bad decisions led him to the job center simple now my tax should be raising you out if we have a camera to watch him when he was in school and watch him when he was a young man you will see all the rubbish mistakes he was making now i should be paying tax to help you most of the guys who talk about nation family and talk and talk and talk and talk 15 20 years go and check them and i bet you 40 to 80 percent of them will be in a job center someone maybe 99.9 percent of them because how do you speaks so much against something that speaks so much about prosperity. I don't understand. I thought we're all trying to make it. Huh? 
Francis. Pastor Francis is here, by the way, guys. Drummer. Yes, clap for him. James, why are you showing me so much team? You really like Pastor Francis like this. Wow. I didn't know. You and James are cool, eh? Okay. M1 and you do like this one. Come on. But they, they messed you up, though. They give you a... What card is that? Do you guys play FIFA? They give him a silver card. 72. Oh. And they gave your boss 90. I think PK was behind that. Legendary keeper. Hmm? Pack, you didn't even get over 85. What's going on? Uh? <laughs> but yes. The word of prosperity in the nation is so strong. How can you as a young person reject words that want to raise you? I thought we all want to make it. I'm tired of liking LeBron James' um, tweets on Twitter. I don't want to be liking someone else. Say, oh, P.O., you're jealous. Yes, I am jealous. I don't want to like another person. I want my own announcement on Forbes. Only billionaire, blah, 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 blah. And I want to watch all the haters cry and squirm. No, P.O., you should be professional. You shouldn't think that way. I'm sorry, I dream about it. I just dream about messing up the haters with the word, with the results of the word. So as those in the school of leadership, that's what this is, it's the school of leadership. We must be prepared to do what it takes. Be prepared to pay the cost of global leadership, which is winning people. If I'm not winning people, I have to reassess and reevaluate myself as a global leader. Don't worry, um, once you lead yourself, you're now becoming a leader. I get that. That's true. Take heed to yourself is true. But also, unless you have shown the capacity to carry the burden of other people, you can't call yourself a global leader. You can't establish a government. Because the role of government should not be to build schools. I think I said this on Sunday, and I said it again on Thursday, which is that how government came to tell us that they want to build schools and build trains and build the red buses. And we accepted that as a job description from them. You vote in the next government because they've established a, a financial system for you. But would it not be better if a financial system and a school system an education system, a transportation system is established by someone who understands people. Because after all, it's us who are going to use the things that the government believes that they're setting up for you and I, but they have no understanding or no capacity. Leaders that have never shared a bed with anyone before comes to talk to us about social policy are you not concerned about that though that should be a concern that we know that we know that boris has never ever forsaken his own bread for one day for somebody else and he comes to talk to you about social change comes to talk to you about relating with your community 
So if something's going to go wrong somewhere, I see you, Aaron. Wow, there's a lot of COD family. Does Pastor Onyeka know that you guys are here? Is this safe? Uh, I'm just playing, I'm just playing. Thank you, Pastor Daniel. There's privates. Look at the ranks. So in your family, in your church, you know you have privates? Okay, Pastor Daniel, this thing's not stopping though. How, how, how many levels are there? I can't read all this. This is levels. No wonder the army is so structured and militant. This is level. So there's not just general, from what I'm seeing here, there's general two stars, as in there's only two stars. Uh-huh. Then there's, okay, there's major general two stars. Then there's um, lieutenant general three stars. Then there's general four stars. And he said, and finally PT field marshal. Unbelievable. I love that. If someone can screenshot that for me, please. So PT is field marshal. That means he has all the stars. He's like Thanos. All the, all the what, what was Thanos collecting? All the stones. You guys don't watch Marvel? Huh? Thanos. That's what I said. I said Thanos. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, PK can never be wrong. It's, once he's now closed, he said, yeah, it's Thanos. I said, that's... Bro, that's what I was saying. <laughs> So the arrangement and the alignment of our houses, you understand, this is it. Don't go and send a private to go and do a general's job. Just imagine that. Imagine sending a private to do the job of a general. So I believe that field marshals are extreme strategists and just their presence alone. A field marshal's presence alone, you can, you can pick up from the field marshal, you can pick up all the scars. Just them walking into the room, you can pick up all the betrayal. You can pick up all the demands on their phone. There's just something about their aura that just can just change a room in a second. It's the private battles that they've fought and won. And of course, then you have your generals who are trying to prove themselves within those stars. The star of souls, the star of finance. The star of finance is not given to you because you have, it's given to you when you don't have. When you don't have and you made it look easy, not complaining. When you don't have and request after request is what's needed for your family and you came through in seed, you came through in the pain of rent, you came through in having your cars, you came through in mobilization, but you don't have. Then you can get start of seed finances. You can't get that if you don't have and you're not coming up with seed. Then you don't have that start. And I think those stars work for you when you enter into a certain room. Imagine speaking to a soul that can only be commanded by the seed star, but you don't have it. You'll be there talking and talking and talking and talking. And you'll be wondering, why don't this man want to invest? The seed star is not on your shoulder, so you've not unlocked it. I'm telling you, those Marvel films, they can teach you. I'm t- I know Netflix, they're preaching better than the church these days. <laughs> walk into a room and you've got the souls the soul star you've meaning as in you've pastored or established or led at least over a hundred souls at any given time in the nation so if you're still making your way then you're still making your way 
You can be part of the LGA. It's just your start in the LGA, just your beginning. So like Pastor Daniel has helped us here, there are many different stars, but not just in the building of government because I came to speak to you briefly about staying on course because there has to be a mindset that we need to have if we're going to be global leaders and establish an ulterior government in another world and in another life and in another country, I could probably be arrested for the words that I'm speaking about. Nation family could be. We're speaking about an ulterior government within a government. We're saying we don't want to wait till the next elections. We want to raise our own leaders now. So Pastor Francis and everybody else that's tuned in, you're considering yourself for election in the next 10 years. Do you live your life in a way where you consider where you will be in the next 10 years? Do you carry yourself in the activities of soul winning because you're concerned about what you will look like in 10 years time, Pastor Enrique? In 10 years time, how old would you be, sir? 36 only. So there's a decade given to you to put in work. A decade given to you to treat things seriously and be mature, to mature, a decade to mature. And I suggest that you don't take a decade. I suggest you do it sooner. Because if we're going to have an ulterior government, we need to have our own leaders. And I don't think the present leaders in the world are qualified to be in the government that we're trying to raise. As awesome as a Kim Kardashian may be in the putting up of her makeup and things like that, and as well as she's deceived the public of women in this world don't think she can actually handle anyone more than her two kids or three kids or she must have plenty of children she's just hiding from us how many children she's got so let's just roll with the two or three that she made public it said Nick Cannon is on his 17th child or something I said what is going on Nick Cannon does anyone remember Nick Cannon from um, what's that show from what for what? <laughs> Wild and out. Uh-huh. <laughs> I did a PK there. Oh, <laughs> hey, what kind of woman decides to be the 17th? That's the quality, sisters. That is the quality of brain we're dealing with right now. So don't blame guys for cheating. They're not, they're not cheating because they, it's just like you're sitting down finally with the person beyond the makeup now and you realize this is a fool. I'm telling you. Beyond the makeup. So you see after they finish shaking their bum on TV, blah, 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 and they wear all their tight clothes. Now, after you now, okay, ma, I've seen that. Oh, yeah, let's talk. You, you experience foolishness on the next level. As in, you start to ask yourself, is this foolishness a gift? <laughs> you decided to be the 17th baby mom. Hey. <laughs> Just saying. And then what kind of man? So now we're 17. We've taken 17 losses in the world. 
Because there's 17 Nick Cannons out there. So if I'm raising my daughter, I have to warn her that there's 17 guys you need to miss. There, there are 17 demons out there in the world, my dear, that you need to dodge them. She says, Dad, what are you talking about? I said, don't worry. These are wise words for you. You won't understand. <laughs> and they're out there, guys. I'm telling you, not just Nick Cannon. Many people, especially if you're Jamaican, that culture, success is just breeding a woman. That's it. You're successful. <laughs> I don't know what kind of gift they have. A red, wretched looking man and he's got 10 girlfriends. Have you seen Yardi, pure Yardi before? Hey. The hair is everywhere. He's just wearing, what do we wear? Singlet or vest or whatever. And it's the next one. I hate that next thing. You know that next one? It's like lingerie for men. <laughs> Singlets of men. And they wear it freely. Then it has, don't, you're not Jamaican. You're for your kingdom now. Uh-huh. Then they spray the red and yellow and green. Once you see him with his... And you might be looking saying, this is a very nasty man. He has girlfriends, I'm telling you. I remember the day I was on the bus. <laughs> oh my. I was on the bus and... Um, <laughs> This yardy guy walked in, wretched looking yardy guy, sitting at the back, and there was this Oibo woman, like Maddie, not you, Maddie, but like Maddie, like a Lady Joe, white woman, wearing a full suit. And the yardy man just walked to the back and just turned to her and said, Ah, what are you saying? No, 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 no. I said, Ah, ah. So I was waiting for the woman to slap him. She started blushing. I said, Wow. So I was in school, so me too, I crossed my leg just to watch this wonder. Like, I want to learn from you guys. How are you guys doing this power? Is this a power you guys have or what? Then he starts stroking her on the bus. I say, come, do you know this man? In my head, I think, do you know this man from somewhere? <laughs> Please tell me you know him from somewhere. No! Then when his bus stop came, he told her, get off from this. Will you come, are you coming with me? I said, eh? Hey. I said, <laughs> unbelievable. I said, these guys have powers. <laughs> Bear them out there, you know. So sisters, I'm telling you, marriage is not like an achievement. It's from a crazy culture that told us marriage is an achievement. A man does not see marriage as an achievement. So why do you now accept that narrative. I was forced to marry when my leader said, listen, you're going to look weird. So you better go look for a, someone. To, you better settle down. PT will tell you. Then all the madness and sparks that are happening. People were leaving the church and all that nonsense. <laughs> In my head, I just want to do fellowship. I just want to do polls. <laughs> Don't accept the narrative, my sisters. Power to you. <laughs> so I would rather be a billionaire than be married if it was an option hey looking for your husband 
So the kind of word we're given in this nation, a leadership building word, it's a word that lets the sisters know you're more. Then we position leaders that we can look up to, like a Pastor Lucy. You don't see her running after pity everywhere. No. A Pastor Lucy walks in with her command of people. Then the woman can aspire and say, okay. So family heads who are married also follow the same template because it's our responsibility to make Aram not think that Ah oh, man, I just need this guy ready to make it so that we can we can tie the knots. <laughs> Did I expose your relationship? Is it not known to the nation that you're dating Pastor Ray? <laughs> hear ye, hear ye all nations. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm doing it because they said you came late. You came at 10. 10 is late for me. You should have come. 950 then i won't be attacking you right now oh waiting for the ring when you get the ring then you'll be pretending like you're stroking your hair Uh, can you just help me out let me just see do you want to show the diamond so when i'm on twitter and i'm seeing girls showing their diamond i'm like don't listen ma how much was this cubic zirconia thing he doesn't have money. It's a nation we have money. He doesn't have... This is Cubic Zirconia. What's... It's the name, right? Cubic Zirconia or something. This is Argos Goodies. Don't do this to yourself. Just be humble. Showing us the ring on, on Instagram. As if, okay, we, we know what price is really behind this. What if he just valued you at £100? What if this is a £100 ring? I have nothing against 100 pound rings. I'm just jabbing the world. That's all. So I have nothing against 100 pound rings. Due to your level and to your size, isn't it? Then the lady is looking forward to a wedding day. You save the one chance you had to make it in life. You've been waiting for finances to start your business. If it's pharmaceutical business or whatever, imagine, Eben, if you want in this nation. Hey, you'd have been saving big money by now. You'd have been on 30K just for one day. You spunk that 50K on one mad festival. Aunties you hate will be there. Uncles you've never seen will be there. And 50K down the drain on jollof rice and and fried rice and turkey that's hard to chew. And friggin' hot Ray Ray's mouth clapper in in the jollof. And it's just like... This is what 50k bought us and the venue is just funny looking venue. I don't get it. So I always say, where was the money spent? Then after that day, you just look at your husband like, we're poor now. We're broke. (laughs) Just look at each other and say, oh yeah, back to work. So there's no raising of global leaders out there. We have a word. So let me move past that so that we can begin to round up today's leadership class there are things you should be careful of if you're going to become a global leader and you're going to build a government be careful of your emotions if you can write that down not just as a lady but also as a young man be careful of your emotions 
watched in the last few weeks, I, re- I saw leaders, supposed global leaders missing out on lifetime opportunity because they're just too emotional. In the sphere of politics, they're still holding grudges. So watch your privates in the house, your soldiers in the house. Watch them. Test them. Test them. Aram, you know Ray had bad temper before. I, I tested that thing. Get touchy. I, when someone is touchy, it it's, 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 it's makes me happy. Like, wow, okay, now we can, we can test you. I, I don't get afraid. No, nothing to fear. Test the person, test them so that we can see where is this touchiness coming from because you can't be a global leader if you just are so touchy. Like you can't take banter. Or once you're told off, you go into your room, it looks wise and it looks like, wow, it's just cooling down. There's a problem. And you don't want that problem to show itself on the grand stage. You know, when you've been waiting for an opportunity all your life, but you didn't deal with a silent issue. A silent issue that derails a man like PT has taught us before. So that silent issue now announces itself. It waits patiently inside you till the day when you are supposed to have your moment. You test your privates on emotion. If your leaders and you have ladies with you, test them on emotion. That's why I'm always on to Pastor Kim like that. Get on. I purposely focus on Pastor Kim's mind. If you're going to be a leader so that you don't just be a soul winner and then when Joey and Ife are growing up, they're just like, oh no, she's just the soul winning. Um, but we are the leaders of LGA now. Be careful. They don't, you guys don't get sidelined. So I want to make sure she evolves with the nation so we test the mind. careful of your privates that still are emotional don't shy away from them work on them so that they can stay on course for the next decade are you with me guys another thing you need to be careful of is ego because ego can present itself as self-confidence so i'm not saying you shouldn't be self you shouldn't have confidence you should you should be bold but you should be careful of ego. Religion can hide that ego guy so well. Because you're just saying, in the name of Jesus, in the no, 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 this, that, 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 and you're claiming and proclaiming and believing that you're bold and strong, but you just have ego. So a person with ego, I realize they assume a lot. <laughs> please write this down this is very important because i was discovering stuff about me ego can hide so sometimes someone is not blatantly arrogant you know when you see a blatantly arrogant person trust me you know but you see ego it can hide under assumption because they don't want to ask question they don't want to be told off so ego will present itself as no 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 no. don't just just it must be this you get sent on an assignment and you think mm, it must be like this. This is what he may have meant. Then you go and do the wrong thing. 
you're meant to win a hundred souls. Uh, did I hear 50? Mm, he may have said 50. No, we said 100. It can hide itself under not asking questions. An assumption. And another thing you should be careful of in the next 10 years so that you can stay on course is stubbornness. And you know someone who is blatantly stubborn. But let me tell you that when you're right all the time, you don't have the opportunity to know if you're stubborn. That's deep though, but you've got to write it, trust me, so that you reflect on it later and you say, hmm. It's only when I'm wrong that I will know if I'm stubborn or not. And I'm not saying now you should always be wrong. No, but you should, you should rejoice in the opportunity to make correction to your life. So in the presence of the word, if I'm not hearing correction and I'm only hearing affirmation, you know those guys. The word is coming out. Mm, 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 mm. So I remember I, I said this thing to you two weeks ago. Remember I said, mm, I wrote it in my note last month. <laughs> this is where I was going. It's dangerous. Stubbornness just presenting itself in unlikely ways. And then after a decade, he surprises you. Because on the world stage, when you were supposed to have the ability to adjust, like PT was saying, you won't have the materials in your heart to be able to adjust. Those who are stubborn, if they move anymore, they just get broken. They start crying. They, 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 they have a tantrum. They're not malleable. They can't bend in the fire. So be careful of that. We have a decade to work on ourselves for our anointing day. To be anointed as leaders of a new world, but you have a decade to work on yourself in the presence of the word, Francis. In the presence of the word. The presence of the word is just drumming on Sunday, Thursday, whatever day. You're just turning up on time. Because as this family evolves, it's not looking for your occupation. It's looking for your characteristics could be that the president of the next nation could have just been a drummer that just turns up on time he understands being punctual he understands obedience of leadership and he understands humility of position so what the word is doing with us is building our characters ready for an anointing day how would david have known that Day by day at the backside of the desert, not having any attention. Any attention seekers, you know? Do you know attention seekers? You know those who get jealous when their sister is doing a word charge and she just slammed a mad word. Then jealousy is biting them. They want their own chance to, for the nation to see them. That's not David's heart. David's heart, his brothers are at the front of the family at all times. They were more important. They were soldiers. He's just a houseboy. 
David had no capital. He's using his dad's capital. His brothers have their own allocation. His brothers are the in guys. They've got girlfriends. They've got fans. David has none of those things. But consistently turning up, looking after his father's sheep is a characteristic that David was preparing himself for another decade to become king of Israel. It will start first by, if you stay on course, it will be that the word has built certain characteristics in you. Don't look at your position right now. You're looking at where the word is working on you right now. So if you take me to the first scripture. 1 Corinthians chapter 13 yes, verse 11. I'll round up from this. When I was a child, uh-huh. I taught like a child. I love the scriptures because within the scriptures, we can see the truth about how to live your life, how to be a global leader, how to get yourself ready in the next 10 years. The word is plain and does not consider our emotions before it gives us a word. It just gives you the word and allows you to deal with it however you need to deal with it. You can ignore the word or you can pay attention to the word. You can allow the word to bite you and flog you till you become a new person or you can hide it and pretend that you're changed. So Paul says, when I was a child, I talked like a child. Anybody here knows what a child sounds like? Child does not make sense, right? Although in their head, believe me, James James is making sense. That's little James. Stevenson. He's making sense in his head. I'm speaking to him yesterday and he's looking at Ray um, seasoning the burgers and the chicken. And he says, oh, meat, meat, meat. I said, yeah, yeah. I get his meat, but are you hungry? He says, no. I said, "Are are you sure you're not hungry? He says, no. I said, are you hungry? He says, yes. I said, so which one are you? It's what children are like. If you have long enough conversation, they will say everything you want to hear. So, a global leader is also trained that when he's talking to the congregation, which are children, you tell them everything they want to hear. I'm not going to come out in Hope Church and start speaking about being overweight. I say that to privates that I want to become lieutenants. Because I know the perception of the world that if you're going to hold a mic and stand before people, they will assess you from head to toe. They're not going to say, ah, he preaches a mad word, but mm, don't worry, he's just, he's just a big man, it's fine. They will assess you from head to toe. It's my understanding of that that then we speak in the family quarters in, in that kind of temperature. But when you're speaking to children, and you tell them everything. So when I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I thought like a child. How many of you guys know what a child thinks like? Have you ever seen a selfless child? Please raise your hand if you've ever seen a child. You have a daughter, don't you, sir? If she's ever woken up and said, mm, Daddy might want tea right now. Let me go and prepare tea for him and just look after him today. 
Today, I'm not going to play once at all. It's just, I love my daddy, Pastor Enrique. He's such a powerful man. I'm going to look after him today. Never. Children are so selfish. Always about them. When I was a child, I thought like a child. It was always about me. Where the word is going to raise me and what I'm going to do next and do tomorrow and the blessing that God is going to bless me with. I reasoned like a child. Have you ever seen how a child reasons? The reasoning of a child is unreasonable. (laughs) You tell the child, if you do this, you can get this. They say, no. I want this, this, and this, and I'm not going to do what you want me to do. That is, that's the deal. That's They're unreasonable. And then the scripture goes on to say, go on. When I became a man, Uh I put the ways of childhood behind me. Yes. Read the next verse. But now we see only a reflection as in a mirror. Uh Then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part. Then I shall know fully. Even as I am fully known. So what I believe that the word does for us is it's calling us out of a place of childishness. The word is beckoning for you all to mature. And maturity will not come from you sitting down in your own space to say, I am bringing myself into maturity. That's not how maturity will happen. Maturity will happen if you're put on the front line in a space of leadership so that you can see how you react with people. Because a sign of maturity is your capacity to take on the burden of other people. So I don't come out of being childish by just deciding for myself. I don't come out of being immature because I decided this morning I'm going to stop being immature. No, if I can take on the maturity of taking on people, taking on the responsibility of people. So I want all leaders to judge themselves now according to how you relate with people so that you won't be surprised in 10 years' time. Those who were good and those who were bad, that's why I started off by teaching you about government and how they perceive themselves. And I said to you that what they said in um, Peaky Blinders is it's actually a wisdom. I won't shut the door on certain people just because their mindset does not gel with what I believe in. They're just children. I don't believe you ever shut the door on your child if, you have a, if you're a parent and you have a child. Or even if you're not a parent and you will have a child. I think you can already know that you're not going to shut the door on the face of your child. You're going to consider their thoughts. You're going to offer them another way. Even though despite what they're saying is not the right thing, you're going to give them ulterior options. Take me to my next scripture, the one I gave you. Romans Romans chapter 15 Uh from verse 1. Yes. We who are strong, Yes. Ought to bear with the failings of the weak. Yes. And not to please ourselves. Read it from the TPT. Is there TPT there? I think I read it in the TPT. 
Now those who are mature uh-huh, in their faith can easily be recognized. Thank you. It, the scripture says those who are mature in their faith can what? Be easily. It's not difficult to recognize them. So don't allow religion to fool you to think that we is a mature believer. We just don't see his prayer life because he prays for like five hours. We can't see that. That's not recognizable. He can't be mature because of his prayer life. Although it is good to pray. He also can't be mature because he spends time in sound cloud. We still don't see that. It says that those who are mature in the faith can easily be recognized. Meaning, when the world sees them, they know that this, this guy is mature in the faith. Go on. For they don't live to please themselves. You see that? They've done away with the childish mindsets. The theology and the analogy and the ideology of childishness is not within them anymore. They do not live to please themselves. But have learned to patiently embrace others in their immaturity. Unbelievable. So that's where we're going to round up this morning or afternoon. They don't live to please themselves. But they have learned to patiently do what? Embrace others in their immaturity. Don't wait to add souls when they become um, generals. Add them whilst they're soldiers and privates. That's the sign of your maturity as a general. That's how you build your family. By having the capacity to add the immature to your maturity. Are you with me this afternoon or this morning? My capacity, meaning the word builds my capacity. Capacity building for what? To embrace the immaturity of the world. So like a Lady Joe Salon, you're not waiting to hire people because of their awesome ethics. You're hiring people with their best of skill even though they're immature. May have the best um, eyebrow person but has a nasty attitude. Don't mean that you you sack her. You don't sack her because she has a nasty attitude. Set laws in place and say, as far as you come early, as far as you get the job done, as far as you don't abuse our clients, if you're abusing me, it will very fine. And you can build. She will bring a stream of people because you've had gotten the patience. This word patience is so powerful. You will understand this word patience in 10 years time. If you don't understand it this afternoon or this morning, you will understand it in 10 years time. If you don't develop the patience to embrace others, how can I become a global leader if I'm ready to spot the faults of people who should be faulty? We can be saying this and singing this and you may already have this written in your scrapbook. But it's the understanding of it. It's the revelation of it that will make a difference in your life. You must be easily recognized. How? By those they see around you. (laughs) When they look at those around you, they should know he's mature. Because around him is the immature. 
They should look at your house and they should know that from the look of this house, this is a mature person leading the immature. The arrangement of your house, a skill of leadership is getting those who are immature to do mature things. You don't believe me? Read verse 2. Our goal must be to empower others. Thank you. To do what is right uh -huh. and good for them. Thank you. And to bring them into spiritual maturity. Does, does that make sense to you? It is your goal as a global leader to empower others, not to um, bring them down. To empower. So at all points when you meet souls... And you meet people, you're looking for how much capacity do I have to bring this person to do the things that they cannot do. Isn't that what you call God? The man who does the impossible, isn't that what you call God? It is your goal, not God's role. To empower others... Meaning that the shining power of a goldman's or a gold house or whatever house you belong to, the shining power of that house is the display of the immature doing immature things. Hey, you walk into the nation family and you had young people, ushers laying hands and prophesying, speaking the word of knowledge and the word of power to people. That is the nation family fulfilling the goal of the word, empowerment. So my leader empowered me, a PT empowered me. Did not bring me down, did not say to me because of your frailties you cannot do. Never shed a light on my frailty, just empowered my strength until my frailties disappeared. Until the things I was weak at got overpowered by the light of the things that I'm good at. That is global leadership. It is the goal of a Dr. Emma House of Medics. Your goal is to empower others to do what is right and good for them. What is right is not the obedience of the commandments of God. He said what is right is what is good for them. Just like you do to a child. Do you understand the scripture now? Just like you help the child to eat when he's hungry. Even though he wants to play. You pull him to the corner and you feed them and then they understand that this was what was good. It is your role to bring someone into employment when they may have thought that it's their time to go and start a business. No, go into employment. What you need now is to take on a job for a few months and get a skill. That's good leadership. Empowering souls is setting a soul up to be an usher. I, I know that in the time of nation, family is SPAC nation, sorry. In the time of SPAC nation, most of my boys were ushers first. You can ask Pastor Liz, she'll tell you. Most of my boys did ushering first. At first, I didn't understand why I was doing that. But after a while, I understood the action of setting them to be ushers. They have to know how to work with people. They have to have capacity and long-suffering. Not to freak out if someone speaks wrongly to them. You think, you know ushers get it a lot though. 
Ushers get it a lot from new people, even from you guys, the member, even from you guys, the solid members. This is my chair. This is where I always sit. Yes, we understand, but it's a special program. There's a leader that's already going to, no, 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 you don't understand. Oh, you're moving mad. Just growling and making noises. You're not, you're not saying anything, um, anything sensible. So you can patiently raise global leaders. Patiently, you can build people if you have that understanding and if you're mature, if you have the maturity of the word, you can set into place in your soldier the capacity of people by setting them in the ushering department. You can build the capacity of your leaders in finance by making them an assistant mobilizer and testing how they react to the mobilization of the seed. You know when someone is not called to finances if they miss recording of C. Like, hey, you're a mobilizer, but I have to ginger you to give me the pledges. No. Just remove them. Don't fight. Because it's all about empowering. So once you empower in a certain space and they fall through, just move them out the way. Put them in something else. Are you with me this morning? Our goal, it is our only goal according to the word. Our goal must be to do what? Empower. The goal of Hope Church is to empower Freedom Church. Influence Church is to empower others to do what is right and good for them and to bring them into spiritual maturity. So on that note, you can go back into your houses and into your departments and into your businesses and you can start to pay more attention to the spaces and the places where you've empowered people. Look for the areas where you've empowered a precious. Judge and watch her according to the places of empowerment. If she's still messing up in other sides of her life, it's not something to bash her on. It's just something to watch to see if the word will change that place. Only judge on the place of empowerment. That was your goal. That was your role. So if I give Jaden a 200,000 um, pound supercar, a 2 million pound, sorry, a 2 million pound supercar business to run as a 22 year old, it's because I want to see are you really cut out to do business or should we just set you up into a career? It's by empowerment that you can test. Watch everything in your hand, the stuff in your hand. Whatever's been put in your hand that leadership has allowed to blossom in your care is because we want to watch to see if the stuff will blossom. You know how they picked leaders in the time of Aaron. The Lord said, let each of them bring a stuff and put into the tent of meeting. And whichever stuff blossom, that's the leader amongst them. So you can all have stuff, you can all be leaders, but it's the one that blossom. Empower them and watch how they work. It is in the midst of the empowerments that we see your gradual evolution into maturity. 
You don't wake up mature overnight. Slowly, your place of empowering, the place where we gave you responsibility, changes. From house fellowship to family head to church leader, maybe to a governor someday, maybe to a minister or to a senate house someday, maybe to a president one day. I don't know where your, your growth ends or where it stops. But I'm letting you know this afternoon that it's all down to the places where you are empowered. You hear me, Nana? So yes, it looks like a simple thing for my leader to say, go and do a cybersecurity exam and become a cybersecurity analyst. It's a place of empowerment. If I fail there, my leader has to pull me back and consider something else. You proved immaturity in a place of empowerment. They have to draw you back. So be careful on the responsibilities you've taken on as leaders. There are places of empowerment for the nation family to scrutinize you, not the world. We will scrutinize you first. We should demote you first before the world says that there's a madness coming out of that camp. <laughs> before there's social media backlash, we should spot that this person in their place of empowerment were not able to come into the spiritual maturity. So PT said it very clearly as I begin to round up. That the first power is the spiritual power. Before someone can prove themselves in the place of um, um, responsibility where you put them, they have to go into that role with a spiritual power. You don't go into your role with zeal and a can-do attitude. I know they say that in the world. You must have a can-do attitude. You have to go in there with a spiritual power. The spiritual power that he's talking about is the power of love. It's an obsession. The power of love, the obsession that does not ever say no. It's unquenchable. That even though I'm David and I believe I should be king of Israel, right now my obsession is just to tend the sheep. If I'm just protocol, my obsession as protocol makes me family head. Look at the array of students that came from the school of protocol on the PT. I am the first graduate. I believe I am the first graduate, yes. So according to the books of the nations, I stand as the first graduate in the role of protocol. Became a multi-millionaire. So the least a protocol from PT's department should be after graduation because the protocol position was a place of empowerment the least you can come out with is the honors of a multi-millionaire and new students should come out with new honors as they are empowered Maybe we may see the first Oxford graduates from protocol. Or the first Cambridge, Cambridge graduates from protocol. 
But what a pastor Toby does is he watches keenly how the, those souls reacted to empowerment. He watches to see if the power of love, the fire of love burnt fervently enough for them to come into maturity. So it is not about the job description that you occupy. It's just the fact that you were empowered. There is nothing like he does word charge so he's, he's more important than me. Even if your role is to drive, even if your role is to pour water, even if your role is to cook, it is a place of empowerment. It still holds a position of assessment as in your leader still assesses your results. In that situation, you can still evolve from that position. Even if it's a media person, a, a keyboardist. Elohim plays the keys with all love and, and, and intention. Because there's a pastor bookie. I set a standard in the place of empowerment. It's an honor for you to play the key in a leadership class or in a nation family setting because someone has been doing it almost all their life. It's a multi-millionaire today. It's a chief strategy officer today. To build government, we have to build leaders who will set the standard in new places of empowerment. So that new souls have things to look forward to and, and milestones to break and achieve. So you have so much to do as a house of medics pharmacy or a house of medics consultation. You have levels to set in the place of empowerment. You are the first order in medicine in the nation family. How will you take that empowerment? How will you move in that maturity? Will it be plain to see across the nation that you are empowered to lead the, the space of healthcare and medicine in the nation family? Will it be plain to see? We have little concern over your prayer life, although you should have one. And the world has zero concern about how many sound clouds you get into, although you should want to see your ability to keep the immature around you and raise them into a space of spiritual maturity. So guys, consider these things. Consider these things as your goal is to empower those around you quite simply. The moment you, after this word, going into Sunday, when you're speaking to your souls on the phone and you're mobilizing them for the next service, you're looking forward to meeting with people that you can empower. The moment you're going back to your house and holding a barbecue, I believe the house of medics, you held a barbecue. You're looking for more people that you can do what? Empower. The word empower should be synonymous with your leadership. So I rejoice when I've raised leaders that can work with PT. Means I've empowered to a stage where the federal government can take from my humble family. It's a proof of empowerment. 
And every government should have proofs of raising. Clear signs that because you were mature, you can now do this. You don't give money raising or you don't give the money aspect of your family to immature people. It's such a delicate position. You want it to be with those who have honored previous empowerments. So you can go through your list of people in your house and you can mock out those who have honored the empowerments of previous and give them new position. How can you become a president of a nation if you've not proven that with the empowerments you had in church, you were raising people? So how then will you raise a whole country? How can you represent a whole country if in your family, your family house, you could not raise the three or four? As a family head, could you raise the hundred? As a resident pastor, did you raise the thousand and ten thousands? I leave that with you this afternoon. That's all we're going to get into in this installment of leadership class. You all look so sad like you want me to continue. I know. It's fine. There's, an, there's always another week. We've had an awesome week from Monday night live with Pablo, Pastor Sam. Yeah, I thought you'd clap for that. Leading us all the way into Friday with Pastor Nikki, the Elite Prosperity Church. And of course, Pastor Dami and Pastor Kevin and Pastor Toby Jr. that were all in between. We heard the word we need for this Sunday. So our focus is still that we're building the ulterior government, guys. That's still our focus as the nation family. That's the family's focus. I believe that today being Saturday is your day to call your souls, making sure that they're present for Sunday. And you remember how we do souls under the leadership of Pastor Toby. It's if you have to get the Uber, even if you have to order that seven-seater Uber. You remember the days where your Uber bill was so high? Those days are here again. Come on. They've always been here, right? You get in those cabs, you're getting your souls down to service so they can hear. Don't leave them at home so they don't hear words that will empower them, that will strengthen them. Get in those Uber coaches, whatever you need to do, you do whatever it takes to mobilize. Showing your fervency in the empowerments you were given, which is to win souls. That's the empowerments you were given. So I'm going to leave you guys on this note to the rest of you in the nation tuned in all over this, the globe, all over the country. We're getting ready for Sunday service, which is going to be absolutely phenomenal. It's the Influence Church that will headline this Sunday. And all the other churches will be seated with their souls. It's going to be explosive. And you have the opportunity to invite your souls. Not just three, five. You can bring five souls each. Let's pack the venue. Let's, let's create an issue in the venue when it comes to souls. 
Let God see the array and the arrangement of the house and bless us. Because we understand that our blessing is not down to our brilliance. Our blessing is just down to our arrangement. God just loves the way a love house empowers their people. So that arrangement, God blesses the house. Or an influence house. House of exchange. God blesses the arrangements of the house.